am I in the air? Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? Don, I got you. Don, I Do I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? He put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, this a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's tag grounded, I don't trust these ceilings Spread across your nose, and I'm on your air Highest next on the cloud, am I in the air? Sunday nights, round time, I flex my better Voltron transform to DX Don, mega and off-scene You probably think I'm nice, cause I slow like a stream To your wireless device, and the smoke full of steam on any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice. And for the latest and what is best about I, tune in and tune the rest out, Don. You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air? Guess who's back? Back again. Mega's back. Tell a friend. That's right. What is going down, everybody? Welcome back to another brand new edition of Am I on the Air? My name is Don Mega. I'm your host, and I'm so happy that you're back to join me to get caught up with all the latest and the greatest when it comes to entertainment news, television, movies, non-spoiler reviews. You come right here to Am I on the Air? It's season 26, episode 25, and tonight's show is titled The Key. We're going to be breaking down the news from the last two weeks. That's right, June 28th through today, July the 11th. That's right, 7-11 day. Happy July. So, guys, 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 I am back. Yes, as you noticed, there was no new episode last week. And you know I hate doing that. It bugs me so much to not do an episode. Uh, But last week was pretty insane. I had a lot of stuff going on at work. It was 4th of July week, so I was off work when I normally record. So I was going to do the show a day later. And I have a lot of things going on in my personal life right now. And things have just been a little cray-cray. So I decided to take a pause, take a breath, and uh, take a, you know, take a week off here and kind of try to regroup. Um, So we've done that. So we skipped the Tuesday, but we're back today. And like I said, man, catching you up from June 28th through July 11th. So two weeks worth of news to get you through. I got four movies to talk about. Got a TV show to talk about. And uh, then, of course, we'll get through all the news of the week. So we'll try to get through it as fast as possible because I don't want to keep you guys here, obviously, more than an hour. So we'll try to get through this as quick as possible. The good thing is, is like I said, it was 4th of July holiday last week. So the news kind of died down for a couple days. So maybe that'll level level us out just a tad to get kind of caught up with everything, right? Um, Real quick shout out from a social media standpoint. Uh, last week we got a whole new social media app that dropped that everybody is flocking to. It's called Threads. Uh, Threads is actually built by Meta, with a company that owns Instagram and Facebook. 
This is basically Twitter. I'm just going to be honest. I know uh, there's already a lawsuit out there that Elon Musk is trying to sue Meta uh, for copying the Twitter. Um, But, you know, there's a lot of people unhappy with Twitter these days. So Threads came out and said, hey, why don't you come on out over here? So people are signing up in big, big bunches uh, over on Threads. So I want to take a second to shout out that, of course, we're there because we follow the social media trends. So if you're on Threads, give the show a follow. Once again, simply at Am I On The Air, all one word, and uh, follow us along on there. I'm not doing a ton of posts right now just because it's kind of hard because I do most of our posts still on Twitter. Um, but I'm trying to slowly kind of do some stuff. I just don't want to have to sit and duplicate all my work on two different apps, you know? So, uh, hopefully you can still take a look at us on Twitter. Even if you're not on Twitter, go to twitter.com slash am I on the air and just bookmark that. And it's the easiest way to see everything. And then, but still give us a follow. If you're on threads, why not give us a follow and support your boy. Okay. Uh, and same thing for me personally, if you want to follow me directly on threads as well, DX Don mega, uh, as well, just like on Twitter. So come on along and join the threads. Okay, guys, let's jump into it. Let's not waste any more time. We got four movies to talk about non-spoiler. I'm going to start things off kind of in chronological order. So I'm going to go to last weekend's, which was Indiana Jones and the dial of destiny. That's right. The fifth movie in the Indiana Jones franchise. And, uh, you know, I'll say I was excited at first when they started talking about doing another Indiana Jones movie and then Steven Spielberg dropped out, but then they got James Mangold to step in and I said, okay, that's a pretty good mix. Um, but then the trailer came out and I was not so hot on the trailer. Then the second trailer came out and I was like, okay, it's a little bit of a better trailer, but I'm still not really into this movie. Uh, then the movie came out and I went and saw it in IMAX and I just didn't care for it very much. Uh, I don't know if it's me personally just kind of outgrowing Indiana Jones. I mean, this is a franchise I grew up with. But going into the Dial of Destiny, I just felt like it just never got there for me. You know, and not that everybody's not trying. I thought Harrison Ford did a great job. I thought Phoebe Waller-Bridge did a great job. I thought everybody that pops up plays their role, right? Mads Mikkelsen, uh, Boyd Holbrook, you know. The people that come to play, come to play. But overall, it number one was too long. This movie is like two hours and 40 minutes long. Way too long for an Indiana Jones movie. And it just doesn't have enough going for it to keep the pacing up and to keep you interested. Uh, it's not a horrible movie, but it's not a great movie. And it's not a movie I really want to ever see again, especially anytime soon. Um, so yeah, I'm going to settle at Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny at two and a half out of five stars. It's a little bit better than a two doesn't quite hit a three for me. So I'm going to slide it on in there. I know I hate my half stars, but sometimes movies deserve it. And Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny deserves two and a half out of five. Um, you know, I went and saw this movie with my wife and I drug my daughter to it and she was not happy because she was like, I don't want to see this. And we just say, come on, you know, no, we're not going to be get a babysitter over this. Just come on and watch a movie with us. She hated this movie. <laughs> she hated it so much. She checked my watch every five minutes during this movie. She was like, can we go? Is this over yet? Uh, and I keep teasing her now that I'm going to make her watch all the other ones. And she's like, no, please. I'll do anything. <laughs> so no, I guess not an Indiana Jones fan in the household these days. 
Uh, and yeah, and I think I've kind of outgrown this franchise as well. So there you go. Two and a half out of five. My next movie is a Netflix original that just dropped over the weekend. And I was really excited about it. It was called The Outlaws. I watched the trailer. It looked cheesy, but it looked like something. it could be something fun, right? You got Adam Devine. You got Nina Dobrev. You got Pierce Brosnan and Ellen Barkin in this one. And, uh, you know, even Michael Rooker pops up in this, uh, Lil Rel Howery. So some pretty good people in this. And, uh, you know, the trailer was funny, man. A straight, uh, laced bank or bank manager is about to marry the love of his life when his bank is held up by the infamous ghost bandits during his wedding week. And he believes that his future in-laws who just arrived in town might actually be the infamous outlaws. So yeah, it's a cheesy premise um, that of course Pierce Brosnan and Ellen Barkin are bank thieves and it just so happened that Adam Devine is the bank manager and they find out some info from him about their bank. But of course, there's more to the story here as it kind of goes along its twists and turns. The sad thing is here is that it's not that funny and that's really unfortunate because I thought the trailer looked cute. It's a Happy Madison production produced by Adam Sandler. And I was like, okay, like this, this has potential, man. This really does. But at the end of the day, it didn't pay off that potential. It It's sluggish. The story isn't good enough. Even though everybody tries to do their thing, it never fully clicks. Um, I like the players, but I didn't like this game. So uh, unfortunately for me, the outlaws is only a two out of five stars it was just okay so once again this one's streaming on netflix now so check it out if you like my next movie keeping up with the comedies is going back to the theater and that is the new comedy joyride uh i was really looking forward to this film because i love the red band trailer that came out uh there was two red band trailers and they were fantastic and this one is produced by uh, Seth Rogen, so I was really excited about that. It's the story about four Asian American friends that travel to Asia in search of one of their birth mothers. Along the way, the experience becomes one of bonding, friendship, belonging, and no holds barred debauchery. Um, like I said, love the trailer. Now, going into this movie, I had very high expectations because the early reviews that were coming out were saying things like, Best comedy of the year, one of the best comedies in the last several years, hilarious, one of the best movies of the year, very, very high praise. So I went in with sky high expectations on this one, expecting to be floored. I was not. I was not. And don't get me wrong. I'm going to say I like this movie. I do like it. I loved the four female leads. I thought they were great, right? Uh, you got Ashley Park. You got Sherry Cola. Uh, you got Stephanie Husu, who's always so great in everything she does. And uh, i never seen her before, but Sabrina Wu uh, was really funny in this as well. Uh, I love that it was, you know, kind of from the female perspective. I did really enjoy that because we've had so many movies like this where it's always from the guy perspective. So it was really cool to kind of flip the script. Uh, and then obviously having the Asian tie-ins. So there's a lot that this movie does right. And it is really funny. So don't get me wrong. I liked the movie. I thought it was really, really funny. It just wasn't as funny as everybody made it out to be. And I'm a pretty easy laugh. I love comedies. I have a very easy sense of humor, man. I feel like, you know, if you're even halfway funny, like I'm going to give you your laugh. And like I said, I did laugh here, but I felt like 
a lot of it was kind of overly forced to be sexual and things like that that I'm not against, but it just felt awkward and it felt a little out of place at times. Um, but overall, I really did enjoy it. I did. Um, I just feel like maybe I just set myself up for too much expectation based on what everybody else was saying. So I would give it a thumbs up. I would say go check it out if you're a fan of comedy and you like these kind of grown up, um, you know, hardcore kind of uh, comedies with sex talk and, and gags and everything like that, then I think you'll definitely like this movie. I mean, most people are seeming to enjoy it. It's in the 90% range on Rotten Tomatoes. And um, I, I did have a good time, you know? And, and again, I, like I said, I do have a lot of stuff going on in my personal life right now. And maybe when I saw it that night, I just had a lot going on in my mind. And maybe that took away from my experience. Who knows? I'll definitely be looking forward to watch it again and see how I feel on another day. Uh, but for right now, I'm going to land on three stars out of five for Joyride. I thought it was good. Not great, but good. So definitely check it out if you are interested. And my last movie, and this is hot off the presses because I was almost going to record the show last night. And then I said, nah, let me hold off one more day because today I just got home like two hours ago from watching Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. That's right. And I knew I was going to see it tonight, so I said, you know what? Let me hold off just one more day in recording the show so I could talk about Mission Impossible. And um, so this one here, this is the... Is this the seventh film? I believe this is the seventh film in the Mission Impossible franchise. Of course, Ethan Hunt and his IMF team embark on their most dangerous mission yet to uh, track down a terrifying new weapon that threatens all of humanity before it falls into the wrong hands. With control of the future and the world's fate at stake and dark forces from Ethan's past closing in, a deadly race around the globe begins. Confronted by a mysterious, all-powerful enemy, Ethan must consider that nothing can matter more than his mission, not even the lives of those he cares about most. Um, guys, I'm a massive fan of the Mission Impossible franchise. Been waiting for this movie to come out. They started shooting this during COVID. It's been pushed back several times. It's finally here. It hits theaters fully tomorrow. Uh, so by the time you're listening to this, it will be in theaters for everyone. I got to go to the early screening tonight in IMAX. And I absolutely loved it. This movie pays off in every single way. Incredible action. Incredible pacing. Great story. Just a fun, fun time at the theater once again. Led by Tom Cruise, Mr. Movie Man, who saved cinema last year with Top Gun Maverick. Haley Atwell joins the cast in this one, and she is phenomenal in this. I loved Haley Atwell in this, and, and hope that we get her in many more installments if they're going to continue this series. She's awesome. Ving Rames is back. Simon Pegg is back. Rebecca Ferguson is back. Vanessa Kirby is back. She's awesome in this as well, too. Um, Henry Kazerni is back from the first movie, reprising his role. Isai Morales is here as the villain. Palm Clematif, Mantis herself from the MCU, is in this thing. There's a lot of faces that pop up that you'll be like, hey, I know that person. Everybody is great. No one phones it in in this movie. Everybody's amazing. Everybody does their stuff. Tom Cruise, what can you say? The guy is still running full speed, jumping off mountains, fighting on trains, doing some crazy ass shit. The stunts in this movie, off the chain. The action, off the chain. 
This franchise just doesn't disappoint I love all seven of these movies And they just keep growing more and more and more And this is a part one So hopefully there is no actor strike that is pending right now To hold up part two Because right now part two is still slated to hit theaters next year um, you know, this is definitely the year of the cliffhanger, man. We had it in Fast X, we had it in Across the Spider Verse. Now we have it in Mission Impossible. I mean, this isn't this one doesn't technically end in really a cliffhanger, but it definitely ends in a "That's the end of part one. Please insert part two <laughs> At this point, uh, guys, this movie's amazing. Go watch it in IMAX. Go watch it in the biggest screen possible. I can't wait to see this again. I thought it was so good. Um, so Mission Possible Dead Reckoning Part One gets five out of five stars, guys. Hell yeah, man! So super excited, and I'm glad that we're gonna end the reviews on a very high note because we had Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny at two and a half out of five stars. We had The Outlaws at two out of five stars. We had Joyride at three out of five stars, and then we end with the brand new Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part One at five out of five stars. Hell yeah, and cannot wait. Once again for part two Okay, now moving over to TV I only got one new show to talk about It is the new Idris Elba-led show Hijack This is on Apple TV Plus It's been on for a couple weeks now I am fully caught up I've watched the first I think we're on episode four Episode and maybe episode four or five Just dropped this week Um, This is a show where Idris Elba goes on a flight And guess what? It gets hijacked Um, It's a very simple premise And without me spoiling anything, I'm just going to say the show is intense. The show is awesome. It is one of my favorite things on TV right now. I wait all week to be like, let me get the next episode of Hijack. I think Idris kills it in this show. He's so good. And even with such a simple premise of an airplane hijacking, this show brings the goods, guys. So big thumbs up here. Apple TV Plus, check out Hijack and enjoy. All right, so that's what we got for you guys on the movie and the TV side. Let's talk box office. Why don't we? Um, We're going to start. I'm going to do two weekends worth of box office because obviously we didn't do a show a couple weeks ago. uh, And then we have a new weekend. So going back to the weekend, Indiana Jones came out. Coming in, number 10 was Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Number 9 was Asteroid City. Number 8 was The Flash. Number 7, The Little Mermaid. Number 6, Ruby Gilman, Teenage Kraken. That was a debut. Coming in at number 6, there were 5 million. Number 5 was Transformers Rise of the Beast. Number 4, No Hard Feelings. Number three, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Number two, Elemental. And number one was Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny bringing in $60 million, um, which was under expectations. Once again, these big blockbusters are not living up to their full potential. Um, Indiana Jones, they're saying, cost about $300 million to make. And um, it is not going to win that money back. It is not doing very well overall at the box office. And it will probably fall short here and be another box office bomb. Um, right after the, they just dealt with that with the Flash just a couple weeks ago So very unfortunate And then we move to this past weekend Coming in on number 10 was Ruby Gilman, Teenage Kraken Number 9, The Little Mermaid Number 5, 
Uh, sorry, number eight. I don't know where I got number five. <laughs> so number eight is Transformers: Rise of the Beast, which, by the way, hit digital today. I bought the movie today on my Vudu. Can't wait to watch that again. Number seven, No Hard Feelings. Number six was a debut with Joyride. We just talked about Joyride. Kind of surprised it only came in at number six with five million, especially with such uh, high praise coming off of it. Number five is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Number four is Elemental. Number three is another debut. It was Sound of Freedom. A little independent movie making $19 million uh, to come in at number three. Congratulations, man. Big debut. Crushing Joyride. And this is from just a little unknown studio, little independent uh, faith-based film. So there's congratulations there to Sound of Freedom coming in number three. Number two, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny dropping 55% from week one to week two with only $27 million in its second weekend. And your new number one is Insidious the Red Door. Um, this made $33 million bucks, so congratulations. That's a great debut for Insidious. Um, yes, I did not review this one because I don't care for the Insidious franchise. Never really liked any of these movies, so wasn't really interested to flock out to see this one. Um, so there you go. And then we'll see how the box office shakes out in this upcoming weekend now that we got Mission Impossible joining the fray. All right, that's our box office. Let's get on over to our news of the week. And like I said, most of the news we talk about, you're going to be able to uh, follow up on trailers that we post on our Twitter, on our Facebook page. Make sure you follow along and check out this stuff. Like I said, twitter.com slash am I on the air, okay? We have a lot of trailers that have dropped, so definitely check them out on our Twitter page. First one up, Liam Neeson's new movie, man. Liam Neeson uh, completing his Planes, Trains, and Automobiles trilogy (laughs) as he's got a new film called Retribution, which is kind of like speed. If he gets out of the car, the car's going to blow up, and he needs to do some task for some man that's like the Saw guy. Uh, So, yeah, it's Retribution. It is coming soon with Liam Neeson. Check out the trailer there for that. Sterling K. Brown is teasing that he's going to do a new television series with This Is Us creator Dan Fogelman, so I definitely love the sound of that. The other two uh, will not return for a season four. Season three will be its last. Uh, I forget what this is on. I think this is on Max. But, yeah, the other two officially ending with season three. Um, Evan Peters is officially signed on to star in Tron 3, uh, joining Jared Leto, so nice addition there. Tyler Perry is set to direct a new drama called Black, White, and Blue that will be going to Amazon. Hair Metal getting a new documentary with I Wanna Rock, the 80s Metal Dream. That's right, it's going to be a new Paramount Plus series that's coming later this month. The fourth season of Breeders will be the show's last. That's what FX has announced. That's right, the fourth season of Breeders will be the show's last. FX has come out and said that the show will end with season four. Um... Exceptional individuals with extraordinary secrets. A dark murder mystery unfolds at a billionaire's exclusive retreat in FX's A Murder at the End of the World. This is premiering August 29th over on Hulu. Donald Glover uh, is officially confirmed to be in the community movie. I mean, he was one of the big names that was being left off the cast list when they originally announced it. But Joe McHale has come out and said, yes, he is confirmed and he will be a part of it. So there you go. I don't know how big of a role he'll have, but he will be a part of it. We have the trailer for The Collective, which is a new action movie that's coming out soon. 
Um, Ari Esther's next film will be a contemporary Western that takes place during a pandemic. It's going to be called Eddington. Alaska Daily and the company you keep are set to be removed from Hulu. Uh, as Hulu is now planning to purge a bunch of shows, just like a lot of the other streamers are doing. Makes me very sad, man, that all these shows are just being yanked for really no reason. Uh, Warrior Nun creator teases its epic return for the fantasy series six months after the Netflix cancellation. Haven't really heard much since this announcement, so I don't know if it's truly happening or not, but they are teasing that Warrior Nun is going to come back and be picked up and have a new home somewhere. So, But no official confirmation, just a tease at this point. Um, let's see here. Uh, Ryan Murphy's Monster Season 2 is cast Cooper Koch and Nicholas Alexander Chavez as the Menendez Brothers. That's right, that'll be what Season 2 of Monster over on Netflix will be about, is the Menendez Brothers. The Gattaca series and a Mandy Patinkin show, Seasoned, have been scrapped over at Showtime. So yeah, Showtime was looking to do these ones and they decided against it. Reservation Dogs will end with its upcoming third season, so that's right. Third and final season coming to FX and Hulu. Kevin Bacon is set to play an undead bounty hunter in a new Prime video series called The Bondsman that will be coming from Blumhouse Television. We have the first trailer for Heels Season 2 coming soon to Stars. I love this show, Heels, and it's been a long time coming to get this second season. So glad to see a trailer. Glad to see the show is on the verge of coming back. I'm very excited about that because I love this show. Uh, Dune Part 2 uh, has a new trailer And it's going to be hitting theaters on November 3rd So check out the new trailer now It is currently out The show From has been renewed for a season 3 Over on MGM Plus So congratulations there I watched this show, I like this show So glad to see it's coming back for a season 3 Kim Cattrall says she doesn't plan to reprise Samantha again After and just like that cameo that she did She says this is as far as I'm gonna go So who knows what's going to happen? I I think they'll get her back eventually if they continue this show. But as of right now, she's saying the cameo is kind of where she wraps up. But we'll see about that. Uh, welcome to the morning show, John Hamm. That's right, John Hamm joining the next season of the morning show, Apple TV+. Plus. Third season has uh, some first look photos, and it will be coming back on September 13th. It's about damn time. This is another show that was out like two years ago. Get, they need to get cl better with these release dates for these series, man. Every year, every damn year, stop skipping. Give us the damn show, the morning show, September 13th, season three. Good Burger 2 has added Lil Rel Howry, Jillian Bell, Carmen Electra, Lori Beth Denberg, and Josh Server uh, will all be returning for the sequel movie that they're currently filming. Uh, Leslie Headland is set to helm the Netflix adaptation of The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. I'm not familiar with this director, but uh, I am familiar with the book. My wife read this book and loved it, so glad to see it getting adapted for a Netflix adaptation. A Hamilton sing-along version is on Disney+, Plus. so if you'd like to uh, sing along with some Hamilton, Alexander Hamilton, you can now do that on Disney+. Plus. Um... Supposedly they were teasing an Indiana Jones spinoff movie uh, With Phoebe Waller-Bridge leading Don't know if that's going to happen based on the box office I think they're going to let Indiana Jones kind of go by the wayside uh, So we'll have to wait and see on this one But at this point, I know they were trying to set this up I don't think it'll move forward 
The Boys Season 4 has been delayed due to the writer's strike, so very bummed about that. Jake Johnson set to make his featured directorial debut with Andy Samberg and Anna Kendrick uh, in a new movie called Self-Reliance. It's looking like early tracking has Barbie beating Oppenheimer uh, when they hit the box office after uh, not this weekend, but the following weekend. Home economics is on the bubble. ABC has extended cast options as season four remains in play. Uh, I hope they pick this show up. I love home economics. I love this show very, very, very much. I think it's one of the best comedies on TV right now. So uh, I know that we're still waiting for an answer, but I, uh, I hope that they pick this one back up. Um, Oh, that movie Self-Reliance, actually, that we just talked about with Jake Johnson. It has landed officially at Hulu, so it'll be a Hulu exclusive over there. NBC Universal brings Top Chef and Keeping Up with the Kardashians over to Amazon Freebie. So for all of you those looking for that, it's on Freebie. High Desert has been canceled over at Apple TV Plus after just one season. I heard some good things about this show. I did not watch it, so once again, I feel very guilty because I did not watch it. That it got canceled very fast. I know I'm a curse for shows like this. Um, but yeah, sad to see High Desert canceled after just one season. Um, Adam Driver's 65 is debuting on Netflix this month, so if you're looking for that. Uh, new films that'll be streaming this month, 65 on Netflix, the new Wham! documentary on Netflix, uh, The Beanie Bubble, which will be on Apple TV+, Bird Box Barcelona on Netflix, The Clone Tyrone on Netflix, Bones and All will be on Paramount+, and Knock at the Cabin over on Prime. So there you go. And of course, we have your full streaming guide of everything coming and going to all your streaming services. Single Drunk Female and The Watchful Eye have been canceled over on Freeform. Jodie Turner-Smith is plugging into the grid as she's joining Disney's Tron Aries alongside Jared Leto and Evan Peters and Greta Lee. So that cast is really starting to grow there. We have the season two teaser trailer for Heartstopper. Um, So there you go there. Uh, Evil Dead Rise director Lee Cronin talks about a potential sequel. If you'd like to read more on that, check it out on our Twitter page. Um, Captain America Brave New World has officially wrapped production. It is filming has been completed. So very cool there as they start the post-production on that. Invasion Season 2 is coming soon to Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, let's see. Adam Driver was looking to be the lead for Mr. Fantastic in the Fantastic Four movie. Uh, That was one of the roles that everybody was saying. That one seems to be a done deal. Adam Driver, Mr. Fantastic. But now reports are starting to come out saying that he might have priced himself out of the role. And this is something that Emma Stone had done where they go to these actors and then they're like, I want $20 million to do it. And then they're like, yeah, we're not going to be able to make that work. So um, that's what the rumor was happened with Emma Stone when she dropped out of being Invisible Woman. And now it sounds like Adam Driver might have pushed for a bigger payday and they denied it. So he might be out of the role as well, too. So we'll have to wait and see on that one. In some sad news, Alan Arkin passed away at the age of 89. Uh, He was a great actor. I loved when he popped up in anything because he had such a cocky, snarky attitude, but it came off so cool on screen. I loved Alan Arkin. Very sad to hear. But age 89, lived an awesome life. So rest in peace, sir. 
We have the trailer for Sly. That's right. It is a new Sylvester Stallone documentary that's coming to Netflix. Supposedly, Dune 3 is in the works from Denis Villeneuve. Uh, so we might be getting even more. We have the season 2 trailer for The Summer I Turn Pretty. Gal Gadot says that her Cleopatra movie is still happening and will change the narrative of the queen. Uh, let's see here. We already talked about we got everything coming and going to all of your favorite streamers. So I'm going to skip through all my notes on those. Um, Ruby Gilman, Teenage Crack in a $70 million budgeted family film from DreamWorks. Um, like I said, when we read the box office smashed, uh, very, very poorly in sixth place with only $5 million. So that definitely ain't getting its money back. Uh, the flash had tumbled to number eight, um, after just his third weekend with only $5 million marking another embarrassing drop of 67% as the movie hadn't even crossed a hundred million dollars domestically. This makes me so sad. The Flash was so awesome. I don't understand what happened to this movie and why everybody just chose to not go see it. It was such a good movie. It makes me really, really bummed. Uh, and then, like I said, Indiana Jones collected the underwhelming $60 million in its opening weekend, um, which would have been a decent start for most films, but they're saying it's one of the most expensive movies ever made, costing $295 million before marketing. Oh, God, before marketing. So crazy. Uh, the Sly um, documentary coming to Netflix will premiere in November, by the way. So keep an eye out for that. Um, HBO's Insecure is now streaming over on Netflix. Band of Brothers, The Pacific, Six Feet Under, and Ballers will also be coming to Netflix at a later, later date. And True Blood will stream outside of the U.S. James Gunn confirms that Superman Legacy will not feature the Man of Steel's childhood. So pretty cool there. We don't need another origin story. Alien Romulus has officially wrapped production. Director Fede Alvarez celebrates uh, that they are done with the movie. So I'm excited, man, to see a nice spinoff in the Alien universe. I think that's awesome. Daniel Kaluuya is going to be leading the Barney movie. We talked about this a while ago. It looks like it's starting to ramp up. And they're saying that the movie will actually be like an A24 type project, which is very interesting. They're saying they're going to do some really adult stuff with this one. So how are they doing this with Barney? I don't know. They'll have to show us. Uh, two, uh, two Chronicles of Narnia movies will be directed and written by Barbie director Greta Gerwig. That's right. So she's rap Barbie and now she's going to direct two of the upcoming Chronicles of Narnia movies over on Netflix. So congratulations. That's pretty cool there. Quinn Tarantino says Kill Bill Volume 3 not going to happen. So he has crushed some dreams there. Crater, which is, was a new sci-fi adventure film starring McKenna Grace and Kid Cudi, has been removed from Disney Plus less than eight weeks after its debut on the service. So yeah, man, another new movie that has just been purged like it never existed. I don't like this, guys. I really don't like it. Um, it really bums me out, man. The Passion of the Christ 2. Um, it says it's going to be like an acid trip. That's what Mel Gibson says of the movie, man. Long in development sequel has currently has two scripts. They're saying it might be two to three movies, um, that they make out of this thing, but yeah, saying it would be like an acid trip. So very interesting. Brie Larson, speaking of interesting, she's set to lead a 21 jump street spinoff movie, which is very odd. I know she's reportedly, Going to be back as her um, character, Molly Tracy, from the first movie. 
wasn't she just a regular person at the school? I mean, I don't feel like did did was she a cop? I don't even think she was a cop. So I don't know how they're doing a spinoff on this. I mean, I love Brie and I love Twenty One Jump Street. If we're gonna go back to that world, cool. But this one kind of has me head scratching just a little bit. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 will be the studio's biggest earner of the year with $835 million. It's the first time since 2014, except for the pandemic-stricken years of 2020 and 2021, that Disney won't have a movie that reaches a billion dollars. Very interesting. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 now out on digital, by the way. I bought this today also. So I bought me Guardians of the Galaxy 3 and Transformers Rise of the Beast today. So it was a good movie day. Um, can't wait to sit down and watch Guardians again. Because it's going to be a while for it hits Disney Plus. So for those of you waiting, you can wait. But if you want to buy it or rent it now, you can. Summer Baking Championship has been renewed for Season 2 over on the Food Network. The fourth and final season of Sex Education will premiere on September 21st over on Netflix. We have the new trailer for Killers of the Flower Moon. This is Leonardo DiCaprio and Lily Gladstone movie um, that uh, is a Martin Scorsese epic western. So check out the new trailer. It's going to be hitting theaters and then Apple TV Plus after. Uh, why is The Purge 6 stuck in limbo? Well, it seems to be the budget. That's right. Uh, the, the the Purge creator, James DeMonico, wants to make the movie, has a great script, is ready to go, but he wants too much of a budget. And the studios kind of uh, pump the brakes at this point to be like, yeah, bring that budget down before we make that movie. And he's like, nah, son, we don't want to bring the budget down. So they're at an impasse and the movie's kind of stuck right now. Hopefully they can meet in the middle. This This... Franchise has brought them a lot of money And I think they can splurge a little bit On a, another movie Just my opinion Lu, uh, Luca Cudigino Is set to direct a new HBO series Called The Shards The Blackening has officially hit um, Streaming right now, well not streaming but a Premium VOD right now So you can rent it or buy it uh, At a premium price, but yes The Blackening, which did pretty well actually For a couple weeks it was in theaters You can watch it at home now for a nice little price um, Rumor had it That Robert Downey Jr. was seen on set Of Captain America Brave New World Take that for what it is I really don't think it's happening, but you know, He might just been there for something else And people are tying the two together I don't know, I just report the facts and that's the fact, is that this is a rumor <laughs> that he was supposedly there. Um, let's see here. Seth Rogen promises that the Sausage Party sequel series will be unbelievably shocking. That's right. If you forgot, Amazon Prime is doing a Sausage Party sequel series. So a TV series called Sausage Party Foodtopia. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to see what they do with this thing. Sausage Party was insane. So I can't wait to see what a TV show of it would do. Benedict Cumberbatch is teasing that Doctor Strange will return next year in a new MCU project So very interesting there, I love the sound of that A Magic 8-Ball movie is in the works That's right, it's going to be a horror comedy with a script from the writer of Cocaine Bear Showtime's Vice is the latest casualty of the Paramount Plus content purge So Vice is now gone A Grinch-centric horror parody called The Mean One Gets a VOD release, that's right It's going to be released in October So get ready, David Howard Thornton Who played Art the Clown in the Terrifier movies Will star in the new movie About the Grinch 
Um, Tom Cruise says he plans to make Mission Impossible movies into his 80s. That's right. He wants to play Ethan Hunt into his 80s. He says he wants to keep making movies like Harrison Ford has with Indiana Jones. He said Harrison Ford is a legend and I hope to still be going. I've got 20 years to catch up with him. So there you go. Um, the fourth season of the Emmy winning comedy series, a black lady sketch show will be its last. Anna Marie Orizoko will reprise her iconic lead role in Amazon prime's ugly Betty sequel series that they're doing. Let's go. The super Mario brothers movie officially making its way to Peacock on August 3rd. So you've been waiting to stream that one. It'll hit Peacock on August 3rd. We have the trailer for the nun too. So check that out. Of course, from the conjuring universe hits theaters on September 8th. Simu Liu offers up a disappointing Shang-Chi 2 update. He makes it sound like the movie will not come out to at least 2027. So goddamn, we are way, way, ways off. Uh, he says he doesn't think they want to make this movie till after the Avengers films. So yeah, guys, we are ways off from Shang-Chi 2. And he's just as disappointed as it as us that it keeps getting pushed back. I would love to see a sequel to that. Um the High Evolutionary's MCU fate has been revealed in a deleted scene for Guardians, which is on the uh, digital release. So check that out if you're interested. Um, we have the trailer for season three of Reservation Dogs, which, like we talked about, it will now be its final season. So check out the new trailer. Too Hot to Handle season five trailer has come out. So check that out. Kea Scadelio has joined Netflix's Formula One series, Senna. Um, we have the trailer for Miraculous Ladybug and Cat Noir, the movie, which is coming to uh, Netflix soon. So check that out if you're interested. Uh, the Insidious franchise going on hiatus uh, after the release of The Red Door. So there you go. We're going to take a little break. We have the trailer for Bob Marley, One Love, if you're interested. Den of Thieves 2, Pantera, Michael Bisbean is joining the sequel cast alongside Gerard Butler. So glad to see that they're starting to ramp that one up. Idris Elba says that he's ready for more Luther movies after the success of The Fallen Sun. In a city uh, thread, an insidious tale, producer James Wan implies that this could be the first of many insidious spinoffs. That's right. Uh, so the first spinoff, once again, is called Thread, and they're subtitling it an insidious tale. Uh, so James Wan talking about how they're doing spinoffs there. So they they love this uh, universe, man, they, and all their damn spinoffs. The Little Mermaid becomes part of your world starting on July 25th. So I've been waiting. That's when that one's going to hit. Grant Gustin and Lucy Hale find a surprise puppy love in a new freebie movie. So check out the first trailer for that. Um, All-American Homecoming is demoted two series regulars ahead of season three. Jennifer Garner making her comeback as Electra nearly after 20 years in Deadpool 3. That's right. Jennifer Garner is set to reprise her role as the psi-wielding superhero Electra in Marvel Studios Deadpool 3. So something I never thought I'd see ever again is happening. So this makes me really believe the rumor now that Ben Affleck popped up as Daredevil on set. Because um, why not, right? It definitely, some of the set photos we've seen from Deadpool 3, which by the way, we have our first look at you, Jackman, in the yellow outfit from the comics, which looks awesome. I've seen set videos of Deadpool and Wolverine fighting. We've seen them fight in front of a 20th Century Fox logo that's like in the middle of a mountain. So what's that mean? Is this Deadpool kills the Fox universe, right? Deadpool kills the Fox Marvel universe. 
it's what it seems like, man, especially with Electra and Daredevil. Like, is he going to be hopping through time, killing off all the Fox people? It's going to be interesting, guys. I hope they get Nicolas Cage's Ghost Rider in this thing. That would be awesome. So, lots of stuff for Deadpool 3. Um, Warwick Davis is leading a new animated series called Moly, and it's going to land over on Peacock, exclusively over there. Dancing with the Stars Season 32 has added Ariana Maddox to the cast. The Coen brothers are set to reunite for a new project, so that should be pretty good. Director James DeMonico teases Pete Davidson's heavy horror movie, The Home. So there you go. There, I'm down. Diane Kruger will play three roles in David Cronenberg's new movie, The Shrouds. Snowflake Mountain has been canceled by Netflix. Season two will not be happening. It's a new uh, reality series that they're doing over there. Josh Safdie's Adam Sandler card collecting movie is going to start filming here soon. We have the trailer for Corner Office, which is John Hamm's new really weird movie. I just watched this trailer tonight. I have no idea what the hell's going on in this movie. So there you go there. Uh, It Ends With Us has been given a 2024 release date. That's right. Sony and the studio uh, will be releasing uh, the adaptation of Colleen Hoover's bestselling novel in theaters early 2024. Um, September 8th, The Nun 2, like we talked about, so check that out. Um, Barbie First Reactions are out, and they praise the movie and its humor, especially Ryan Gosling. They say he's a scene stealer and delivers most of the laughs in the, in the film. So that's really good to hear because the rumor has it that they want to do a Ken spinoff movie with Ryan Gosling. So if he's the best thing and he's the one really winning people over, that sounds pretty awesome to me. Um... Let's see here. What else we got? So we talked about the box office from last weekend um, and where everything kind of stands there. So I can skip through that weekend's notes. Um, Current Dune part two runtime is over three hours. We don't know if it's going to get trimmed down. We don't know if that's his uh, director's cut. That's the theatrical cut or what, but currently it is over three hours. So hopefully he'll trim that up a bit. The Mutant Mayhem director that does Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles promises that Shredder will be in the sequel. So very cool there. Um, The new Superman cartoon, My Adventures with Superman, is now up on Max. And yes, it did get a two-season order. So I see a lot of people running news like, oh, it's doing so well already. It's gotten a second-season order. When they announced the show back in May of 2021, they announced it was a two-season order. So... Everyone needs to chill, chill, but I'm hearing great things. I just don't like cartoons, man. And I'm a Superman fan. I love Superman. I just don't know if I can get myself to watch this. I just, it's hard for me with these damn cartoons, but I'm hearing really good stuff. So glad to hear that season one's a hit and season two is coming along. Um, Let's see here. We have the new trailer for Napoleon. That's right. Uh, Ridley Scott's new movie with Joaquin Phoenix uh, hits theaters this Thanksgiving and then will be on Apple TV Plus. So check out that trailer. Um, We have the new poster and trailer for Twisted Metal. That's right. This is coming to Peacock on July 27th. So we're only a couple weeks away. I grew up playing Twisted Metal. I love this game. This trailer is great. It's full of laughs, full of violence. I think it's going to be right up my alley. I'm so excited for Twisted Metal. Once again, coming to Peacock on July 27. Check out the poster. Check out the trailer. It's great. Former Bachelorette star Katie Thurston is joining F-Boy Island Season 3 over on the CW. 
Renee Rapp is leaving Sex Lives of College Girls in season three. Uh, Neon has bought has bought Michael Mann's Ferrari movie. It's the new racing drama with Adam Driver in uh, the lead, and will open later in 2023. We got some big Superman legacy casting that I did not see coming, guys. Check this out. Superman Legacy officially is added, uh, and this is confirmed by James Gunn, expanding his new DC universe with three new actors. Nathan Fillion will be playing Guy Gardner, one of the Green Lanterns. So this was, everybody's been wanting um, Nathan Fillion to be a Green Lantern for decades. Um, He voiced Hal Jordan in a bunch of the animated movies. Everybody wants him to be Hal He is not Hal, but he is a Green Lantern. Obviously a great friend of James Gunn, so no shocker that Nathan Fillion would get a role. Uh, Isabella Merced, uh, who I think is fantastic. She has been cast as Hawkgirl, so that is awesome. And Eddie Gathagy, who most people will know from X-Men First Class. He played, um, uh, oh man, I'm spacing it now. Uh, Edison, was it Edison? Um, sorry, give me a second. Uh, Darwin, that's what it was. He played Darwin in first class, and um, he is going to be playing Mr. Terrific. So we have three new superheroes being introduced in Superman Legacy. So we're going to get a Green Lantern, Hawkgirl, and Mr. Terrific all in Superman Legacy. So great to see that we're going to launch the new DCU with Superman Legacy, but it's going to launch... In a universe that has a bunch of superheroes already And that's awesome Because we're going to get the Lantern show That will have Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart I love that we're going to kick it off With already having a Guy Gardner um, Here with Nathan Fillion So that's super, super cool Love the casting Uh, Speaking of DC They also dropped a brand new trailer for Blue Beetle today Uh, This hits theaters on August 18th Great new trailer I'm very excited for Blue Beetle I think it's going to be awesome Another new trailer to drop today, the first full official trailer for Ahsoka. That's right, the Star Wars original series will hit Disney Plus on August 23rd. I love this trailer. It looks so good. I'm so happy and so stoked to check out Ahsoka. Another new trailer that dropped, Wonka. That's right, a lot of people are really excited for Wonka. This hits theaters on December 15th. It is a prequel movie about Willy Wonka. So there you go with Timothy Chalamet. Pretty good trailer, I'll give it that So big, big trailers that dropped today uh, We also have the trailer for The Winter King Which reveals a revisionist take on Arthurian legends from MGM Plus We have the trailer for Dogman Which is Luke Besson's new drama Starring Caleb Landry Jones We have the new poster for Ahsoka Which is awesome uh, Craig Mazin has officially removed his name from the Borderlands movie amid post-production changes, so that's not good. Craig Mazin, who of course just got really blown up in status over the Last of Us series on HBO Max, so some stuff has obviously gone wrong here that he's taken his name off the project, even though he's a writer and producer on this thing. Not looking good for the movie that 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 finished filming back in 2021. We have the new trailer for Painkiller, which previews Netflix's Opioid Crisis. It's a new limited series that's coming with Matthew Broderick, so check that out. It's going to hit Netflix on August 10th. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield has a new horror series coming called The Changeling. That'll be on over on Apple TV+. Travis Scott is going to write and star in a new A24 movie that'll be directed by Harmony Corinne. Javier Pardem has joined uh, Brad Pitt's new Formula One movie, Apex. 
Rap Shit Season 2 gets its first teaser trailer uh, Coming back on Max on August 10th Creamery Season 2 has a new trailer for the Hulu series Um, This is a New Zealand comedy uh, That is set to arrive in the United States this weekend So check out the trailer The um, Ice Cube has officially joined Dave Bautista's new action comedy The Killer's Game So I like this This sounds very John Wicky I was reading the premise to this movie And basically Dave Bautista plays a hitman Who gets diagnosed that he's dying And he's going to die in like a week Like really quick So he sets up Since he's like this hitman He sets up a a game basically Where he basically puts out a hit To all these other hitmen To come get him So he can kind of go out with a bang But then he finds out that it was a misdiagnosis He's not really dying But now it's too late Because he's put this hit out on himself And everybody's coming trying to kill him So I love the sound of it Uh, I love that he's going to be just chased And everybody's coming after him for this bounty Uh, So the killer's game I I love it So Ice Cube I think that would be a great addition to this one here Um, Woody Harrelson and Owen Wilson Are set to lead a new crime thriller Called Lips Like Sugar Netflix has a new reality show that puts contestants in a real zombie apocalypse It's called Zombieverse, so that'll be coming soon We have the new trailer for Special Ops Lioness Which is Zoe Zaldana's new Taylor Sheridan show That's coming in a couple weeks over on Paramount Plus uh, Thor's Zack Snance is set to write the Wheel of Time animated spinoff, The White Tower um, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning director Teases that the franchise isn't done With Angela Bassett yet So very cool there, we'd love to see Angela Bassett comes back Speaking of Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning is tracking for a franchise best With an opening of over 250 million Worldwide, so very well Deserved there, hope it does that Vince Vaughn is going uh, to Start a new movie called Nona's Which is about a restaurant run by grandmothers It's a new comedy that they're doing So that'll be interesting Uh James Gunn teases the Star-Lord movie spinoff that they've talked about uh, That we of course get teased at the very end of the movie in the post-credits Top Chef Season 10 winner Kristen Kesh is set to replace Padma Lakishma as the host of the show Uh, Everybody's wondering when Doom Patrol will come back If it even will, James Gunn has confirmed that yes, the episodes will come back Uh, They still need to finish Season 4 uh, the episodes are done, they just don't have a release date yet But he has confirmed that they will drop soon on Max So there you go there for that Fox has rolled out its fall schedule And right now it's pretty much all unscripted stuff Since we're still in the writer's strike And uh, yeah, that'll do it man uh, James Gunn again confirming on Twitter just a little bit ago That it is true, welcome to the cast of Superman Legacy Nathan Fillion as Green Lantern, Guy Gardner Isabella Merced as Hawkgirl and uh, uh, Medi Gathigi as Mr. Terrific So, And then he kind of links the article to the Vanity Fair article that came out So there's your official confirmation Because everything in D.C. these days Everybody's kind of worried like is it a lie? Is it true? Is it not true? What's going on here? So <laughs> it is official And officially on that note we're done So we did it in under 55 minutes I'm so proud guys Look at that two weeks worth And we only ran over about 10 minutes of our normal show So Love it, love it, love it Let me wrap up and get you guys out of here Um, Thanks again for once again supporting the show Listening to the show I I apologize once again for not doing one last week uh, But hopefully we'll be back on our regular schedule now Um, So amiontheair.com is our official webpage So make sure you bookmark that Uh, Then find us all our socials on there All our links to all our episodes Everything amiontheair.com 
Make sure you follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash am I on the air. Follow us on threads at am I on the air. Follow me on Twitter and threads at dxdonmega. Make sure you like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash am I on the air. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, uh, Google Podcasts. We're on everything, so make sure you subscribe on your favorite platform. Um, make sure you subscribe to us on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. We'd really appreciate that and support the show. Um, and then, of course, our great affiliates at Red Dragons Radio and the Pop Culture Pros, RedDragonsRadio.com. Follow on Twitter at Red Dragons Radio, Pop Culture Pros. Follow on Twitter at popculture underscore pros. Thank you to both for always streaming our show on demand. And that'll do it for us here tonight on 7-11-2023 for our new episode, The Key. Thank you so much. We'll be back next week. Hopefully, same bat time, same bat channel, barring any crazy events. And uh, we'll get you caught up once again with all the ladies and greatest. So take care of yourselves and each other. And until next time, y'all, peace. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening. Red Dragons! Red Dragons!